1: Hello dear listener and welcome back to Owning It The Anxiety Podcast with me, Caroline Foran. If you are listening to this episode just as it's been published, I can say Happy New Year to you. It is now 2023 and I hope you had such a peaceful Christmas. If not, don't worry, very few people do have one and that you're not being too hard on yourself as we head into the new year. There is so much talk right now about resolutions or intentions, as they're more often called these days, and look, there's nothing wrong with setting a resolution, but you just want to question the drive behind them. Are you doing something or not doing something out of punishment? Are you denying yourself something? Are you being self-critical of yourself in pursuit of this resolution? Is it coming from a place of self-criticism or a place of compassion? If it's the former, you'll probably feel a bit of anxiety. If it's the latter, it might work for you. Instead of thinking, okay, it's January now, I have to do this and that, and I'm going to hate my life for a while, swap it out for a more helpful mindset of, I want to do this. I feel that my body or my mind needs this or would benefit from this, or I'm doing this for myself. If there's nothing you feel you want or need to do, you don't have to go looking for something to do or for ways to improve yourself just because it's January. It's just an arbitrary time frame in which people decide to take something on. Sometimes the best thing you can do, as I said in my last episode, is just step out of that self-improvement mindset. It's exhausting and it's constant and just opt for maintaining what you know is already working for you. I'm not properly back yet on my new season that will come in just a few weeks um, and I have some really great episodes lined up Uh, but before I kick off season 11, I can't believe there's been 10 seasons already, I wanted to take some time to tell you about owning it real time. You may have heard me talk about it on other episodes very briefly or you may have heard the little trailers I've put at the beginning and end of each episode but I want to dive a little bit deeper in here because you might be wondering what is it, what's it about and why would I care? I'm so excited and I'm a little bit nervous that it's finally available. And I've been working on this for so long. Uh, I was also just waiting on the technology to be ready so that I could implement this once-off payment method. So it's not a case of subscribing and getting charged every month. I didn't want that. So what is owning it real time and why am I doing this? One day, I was looking through my insights, which I very rarely do, and I noticed that my most popular episode ever, barring the first episode I did, which was more of an intro, and I guess everyone who comes to the podcast probably starts at the first episode, my most popular one was my real-time panic attack rescue episode. I honestly put that episode together in such a rush, it was very much a whim, I was stuck for a guest, and I thought, okay, here's my chance to experiment with a solo episode. I decided for that episode to walk through a panic attack as it would have felt for me in real time or as close to real time as you can get, as though it was happening right at that moment of listening. I talked about how it might feel, what thoughts might be going through the listener's head or what thoughts certainly were going through my head and how it would typically have played out for me personally. I explained what was happening in that moment and why it was happening as best I understood, given everything I've learned since I first wrote my book about the anxious mind. I talked about how to ride it out, and how crucial your self-talk can be in the aftermath of a panic attack. That is where we tend to go really into self-criticism mode, and we compound the anxiety by thinking, oh my god, like what is wrong with me? Why am I feeling this way? And we don't want to do that. I shared it and it got a huge response. It is the episode I get the most messages about and the same people who downloaded it once come back to it again and again and again when they find themselves in a more intense moment of anxiety. So it might not be a panic attack, it could just be a really strong sense of overwhelm or spiraling thoughts, but I've just put the word panic attack on that episode because that was how I best described my experience of a panic attack. So my average episode on here would over the last while probably get about 45,000 downloads this one in particular had over 130,000 downloads to date and that does not include the repeat listen and I'm shortly about to cross over into 6 million download territory which is mind-blowing for me. Um, I cannot believe that I'm here and I'm still creating this podcast that I still hope and worry is meaningful and I hope is making a difference for people. But I realised when I saw this insight about this episode in particular that maybe this was something people really needed. I know I had needed it, but it never existed at the time. And I knew what I was doing with the podcast in general was really helpful, or I hoped it would be, but it needed to go one step further. So I had already done the work with the help of countless experts of, I guess, conceptualising anxiety and better understanding it, whether it was through my books or any of the episodes I've done to date. But it was still when it came down to it, it was still really hard to have anxiety in the moment, to be right there in those anxious moments for listeners. What were you supposed to do right when it was happening to you? We certainly wouldn't have time to immediately listen to a 45-minute episode. We might be at work, we might be in a busy supermarket, we might be, you know, trying to get back asleep in the middle of the night, or we might be out socialising or like about to give a speech at a wedding. So I thought about the scenarios in which anxiety would be most likely to have popped up for me, And beyond panic attacks that seemed to hit me out of the blue, I asked myself what other ways has anxiety showed up for me in the past? And so I came to the conclusion of this new series, Owning It Real-Time. Basically, it takes the concept of that real-time rescue episode and expands further with 10 audio guides. There are no ads, no interruptions. It's just me. Very peaceful. I try to deliver my most calming, soothing voice ever. And they are part guided meditation, uh, but I tend to avoid that word because look, I'm not a meditation expert and I'm not an expert of any kind for that matter, but they do help to deliver a dose of calm when you need it most. And I want to help if I can with you to downregulate your stress response so that you can then better understand and move beyond it. They're also part explainer in that they help put what you might be experiencing into some sort of context. They'll help you make sense basically of why you're feeling the way you are which is a huge part of diminishing the feeling of anxiety in the first place. And then they are also part suggestional if that's even a word or instructional in that they offer or suggest some ideas on how to move beyond this moment that you're in and how to frame it after it's happened because like I said When you come out of an anxious moment, that's when you can be very, very hard on yourself. And that's where you can lock in these thoughts and beliefs about yourself that perpetuate the anxiety. And that's really where we have power. It's how we frame it after it's happened. When it's happening, we just have to let it happen and ride through it. But how we box it up after is really where we can make the most change. So these audio guides, which are never more than 10 minutes long, so they're really bite-sized, they're really accessible, they're exactly the kind of support I needed when my anxiety was at its worst. And I'm talking about the time in 2014 when I was barely leaving my house with anxiety and I was suffering panic attacks from one end of the day to the next. And what I needed most was not to hear from an expert who I couldn't necessarily relate to or who I felt didn't really understand me, but to hear from someone who was just like me and who knew how fucking awful these moments of intense anxiety can feel. Someone who had been there, worn the t-shirt and come out the other side. Someone for whom these intense anxious moments would eventually become so few and far between if they'd even happen at all. Thankfully, I am now that person but I wasn't for so long. I can't go back in time, obviously, and hold my hand through that feeling of fear and isolation and confusion and worry, but I can share what worked for me, what I eventually puzzled together as a practical, no bullshit approach to living with anxiety, letting it happen and eventually arriving at the point where it rarely interrupts my day at all that is where I am now. Of course I'm still a human being, I have a stress response, so anxious thoughts are a feature of my life as they are for everyone, but I can confidently say that I no longer suffer with anxiety. I'm not walking around these days in a bubble of anxiety like I once was. It is not my first thought and my last thought at the beginning and end of each day. I completely own it and that doesn't mean never feeling it, it means owning it. And I am nowhere near finished wanting to help others who experience what I did or who are still experiencing it to feel the same and just better understand what they're feeling why they're feeling and how they have the power to work with it and not against it
0: hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
1: This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive & June gives you Funnily enough, there is a healthy amount of anxiety involved in putting something like this out there in the world. I had a bit of a wobble the other day talking to Barry, my husband, about it. Um, I'm obviously so passionate about the idea and I am I am really confident about the work I've put into these audio guides, but there's always the fear that you put something out there and nobody will care. Like the same with the book, you know, you might have all the passion in the world and you might think, okay, actually I'm happy with this, but then you you risk. it's It's a risk, it's a fear of it, the risk of, of not being well-received does get perceived by our body as a threat to our survival, which I know it's not, but look, the feeling is still there. It's obviously much less scary and so much easier to just stay in the idea stage of creativity. But actually carving your ideas into something concrete and then sharing the results with the world is such a leap and one that I don't know if it gets easier to take, um, but one that I believe is worth taking for owning it real time. I can only hope that if you've been invested in listening thus far that you will give this a try. I promise you it is going to be a wonderful add-on to what you're already getting from the podcast. If you have found this series helpful with your own anxiety, I'm asking you now, and I can't believe I'm asking, I hate doing this, to support this series by subscribing to volume one of Owning It Real Time. I want to tell you about how it works and then I'm going to share with you a snippet of one of the audio guides so you can get an idea of what to expect and decide if it's for you or not. But I think if you're already listening to this series, it is absolutely for you. This is crucial. Unlike other subscription payments where you pay something every month, this is a one a time only payment. I repeat, a one time, once off payment. It is just 10 euro or the equivalent in whatever currency you're using. And once paid, you will not be charged again next month. The 10 euro gives you access to the 10 audio guides. So think of it like one euro for one guide that could very well save your day. You can listen to them as many times as you want once you've paid for them. There are no ads and no sponsorship here. To sign up, you simply go to ACAST plus and I will include the link in the podcast notes here. You do not need the ACAST app to listen to these. You do not need to download anything special or anything new. You simply sign up, pay your 10 euro, then you click to add it to your existing podcast feed. So whether you listen on Apple Podcasts, which is where I listen, or some other podcast platform, you can keep doing so with owning it real time. It could not be easier to get signed up. It's just, I think it's like a maximum three-click process. Let me tell you now about the actual guides that are included. So there's owning anxiety at work. So if you're stuck in an office and the feeling just washes over you, and I have such vivid memories of being at my desk in an office and feeling completely suffocated by the feeling of anxiety and that fear of oh bollocks what am I supposed to do I have to be here. You might not be able to go home for the day but you can excuse yourself when you get the chance and pop in your headphones as I walk you through and beyond what can be a very high pressure moment. Then there's anxiety in the middle of the night when your prefrontal cortex is switched off and your more primitive brain is running the show and more fearful thoughts are much more likely to rise to the surface and you're tired when your thoughts spiral and you can't get back to sleep. This one I just so needed for myself. Then there's anxiety before you go to bed when you cannot seem to settle your mind in the first place to even get asleep. One of the biggest episodes or guides that I know that I would have needed back in uh, 2014 was anxiety first thing in the morning. It was terrifying for me. It was the absolute worst time of day for me because I was dealing with, and we're all dealing with, elevated levels of cortisol when we wake up first thing. Then there's anxiety before and after a social situation or social interaction, which we have all experienced more of since COVID the worrying about what you said or what you might say or how you come across. Social anxiety is so widely experienced, so this was a very necessary one. Then there's anxiety before you do something that scares you. So say, for example, you're about to give a speech, you're due to give a presentation at work. Any kind of performance-related anxiety will benefit from this audio guide as your fight-or-flight mode swings into action. Anxiety in a crowded space when you're trying to pretend that you're okay but the overwhelm is just too much. Step outside, you always have that power, and give yourself a chance to recalibrate with this particular audio guide. I wanted to do one on anxiety about anxiety because this one is, while less specific, the fear itself would send me into such a spiral that that fear was very specific. The worry that you might always feel this way or struggle with anxiety to this extent. Spoiler alert, you will not. You will be okay. This audio guide is a comfort blanket for those moments when your mind just runs away on you. And for me, again, this is one that I know I probably would have listened to every day back in 2014, 2015. What I thought was really necessary was anxiety when scrolling social media or coming away from just a binge on your phone. This is so widely experienced again and it's the one that I've been grappling with most of late. Pull yourself away and reset yourself with this real-time track. I think when it comes to our collective experience of anxiety beyond our own personal circumstance, our phone use, our digital consumption is something we're only beginning to realize is really impacting us from a negative perspective. Uh, perspective and can be very, very anxiety inducing. So I really thought this was very necessary. Finally, as the real-time panic attack rescue episode was so popular and did inspire this in the first place, I wanted to create a shorter, more concise version for panic attacks that can happen whenever, wherever. I do plan to create a volume two featuring lots more specific scenarios. For example, I want to do anxiety when you're unwell or under the weather or anxiety when you're traveling and I hope to share that in the coming months but for now I hope that these 10 audio guides will make a huge difference for you and I do really believe they will. So please support, please share, please think of the value you've gotten from the podcast thus far and share it with anyone you think might find beneficial and thank you so much for listening to Owning at the Anxiety podcast thus far here is a taster from the middle of the night anxiety audio guide to hear the full track as well as access the other nine go to plus.acast.com forward slash s forward slash owning it the anxiety podcast and don't worry if you didn't catch that I will share this link in the podcast notes too and if you can't find it there if you can't find the podcast show notes for whatever reason just follow me on instagram at owning it podcast where you will find the link to purchase in my profile bio Thank you so much for listening. I hope you find it helpful. And I'm really, I'm really proud of this one. Hey, welcome to Owning It Real Time. In this audio guide, I'm going to talk through my experience of waking up anxious in the middle of the night, to be specific, in the hopes that it will help you if you find yourself in the same position. I'm going to assume you're pressing play on this not the next day but right there and then in the moment. I want to help you if I can as it's happening for you in real time. Now maybe you are already asleep and you've woken up with a series of anxious thoughts racing around your head and try as you might you just can't seem to settle again or maybe you never managed to fall asleep in the first place that's okay. Anxiety at night can be twofold On one hand, there's whatever is keeping you from being able to settle. Maybe you've just remembered you forgot someone's birthday, or maybe tomorrow is a really big day for you and you're a bit apprehensive. On top of whatever is going on, you're also probably anxious about the fact that you can't seem to settle and you're really trying to get back to sleep. This might seem counterproductive, but to address this head-on, let's start by having a pen and paper beside your bed. Sit up, use the light of your phone rather than turning on any overhead lights, and write down the thoughts and worries spiralling in your head. If there are things you're afraid of forgetting or things you've just remembered that are important, write them as a to-do list for your brain to pick up again in the morning write it all down just quick bullet points of the essentials you don't have to go into any deep journaling mode here and then put the pen paper down and switch your phone light off if you think of these anxious thoughts bouncing around like a monkey in your brain crying out for attention by trying to pretend that they're not there the monkey gets more and more agitated by doing this exercise of writing everything down you've given it the attention it wants You've let it out of the cage. You've allowed it to feel seen and heard. So it's calmer now. It can settle back down. You can reassure yourself by having written these concerns down that you've addressed everything and that you'll pick it all up in the morning. There's nothing you're ignoring or suppressing. You're simply parking them to one side for now so as to allow your body to recuperate. There is such power and release in saying, okay, these thoughts are here. They're valid. I'm going to give them some momentary airtime. And by taking them out of your head, you're releasing them. Now, let's address this pressure we put ourselves under to be asleep. I'm no sleep expert, but in my experience, worrying about trying to sleep has never helped me to get back to sleep. Has it ever worked for you? I doubt it. So I want you to give yourself permission here to not be asleep. If you don't fall back asleep, you will still be okay you will get through your next day. For this conundrum we so often find ourselves in, I take the logic applied to my toddler's naps, and I apply it to myself. Of course, sleep is preferred, but if he can't sleep, then some quiet time and some physical rest is the next best thing. If resting your body is as far as we get here, that is good enough for now. So stop trying to fall asleep. Surrender to this moment.